0: Welcome to At Home with Debbie Rule, where you can freely ask questions, share stories, and learn more about how to have a happy home, family, and healthy relationships.
1: Good evening, and welcome to At Home with Debbie Rule. Tonight, we have a very informative show planned for you. We're going to be discussing domestic violence. And how as a community we can make a difference, hopefully helping our listeners out there that uh, may need some information on um, domestic violence, what some of the uh, warning signs are to help you decide whether or not you're in an unhealthy relationship or if you know someone and you can get help get them help. So if you would like to have input on tonight's program and you haven't already written in, you can text us at 325-428-6145. You can also interact with our Facebook page. Page at Home with Debbie Rule. We're happy to hear and share with our listeners your thoughts, stories, and testimonies over the next hour that we spend together. Every week I share these statements of how important I believe the home is, and tonight more than ever, these statements are so true. I believe that every home should be filled with family, friends, food, music, love, and celebration. But most of all, it should be a place to gather, to be cozy, to feel safe and the peace of God. I feel honored to have those around me year-round, and I love to say I'm at home with family and friends. Stay tuned for Thoughts from Home. At Home with Debbie Rule, your place to discover more about home, family, and relationships. The Haven Family Shelter would like to thank their sponsors for helping support their mission. James Long Real Estate, 4K Land and Cattle, 303 Ranch, The Barn Total Auto Care, Permium Frack Sand, and Walmart. The mission of the Haven is to reduce the incidence and the impact of domestic violence and or sexual assault in McCullough, Mason, Menard Counties, and Texas and the surrounding areas by providing services and support that empower victims to rebuild their lives and regain their dignity within a safe and caring community. Domestic violence, also called intimate partner violence, domestic abuse, or relationship abuse, is a pattern of behaviors used by one partner to maintain power and control over another partner in an intimate relationship. It can happen to anyone at any point in a relationship. Domestic violence includes behaviors that physically harm, cause fear, prevent a partner from doing what they wish, or forcing them to behave in ways they do not want. This October with the Haven Family Shelter, let's bring awareness to domestic Domestic violence. The Haven Family Shelter is a domestic violence shelter that serves men, women, and children who are victims of domestic violence in Mason, Menard, McCullough, Kimball, Concho, and surrounding counties. If you need help, call the Haven at 325-597-7644, or maybe you know someone who needs help. Reach out to them. Let's stop the violence together, and we will end the cycle of domestic abuse. The Haven Family Shelter would like to thank their sponsors that are helping them break the silence bob Moore tires back on your feet recovery brady butane brady Feed and fertilizer pioneer and ss hunting if you or someone you know has been affected by family violence and or sexual assault in mccullough menard or mason counties or the surrounding areas please contact the haven hotline at 325-597-7644 that's 597-7644 break the silence make the call Welcome back to At Home with Debbie Rule. This is Thoughts from Home. National Domestic Violence Awareness Month is an annual designation observed in October. For many, home is a place of love, warmth, and comfort. It's somewhere that you know you will be surrounded by care and support, a nice little break from the busyness of the real world. But for millions of others, home is another thing, it's not a sanctuary. The U.S. Department of Justice estimates that 1.3 million women and 835,000 men are victims of physical violence by a partner every year. Every nine seconds, a woman in the U.S. is beaten or assaulted by a current or ex-significant other. One in four men are victims of some form of physical violence by an intimate partner. Here's another shocking statistic. The number of U.S. troops killed in Afghanistan and Iraq between 2001 and 2012 was 6,488. The number of women who were murdered by current or ex-male partners during that same time frame is 11,766, according to the Huffington Post. That's almost double the number of people who were killed fighting in the war. People who are in abusive relationships will stay with their partner for a number of reasons. Their self-esteem is totally destroyed, and they're made to feel that they will never be able to find another person to be with. The cycle of abuse, meaning the honeymoon phase that follows physical and mental abuse, makes them believe their partner really is sorry and does love them. It's dangerous to leave. Women are 70 times more likely to be killed in the weeks after leaving their abusive partner than at any other time in the relationship, according to Domestic Violence Intervention Programme. Statistics suggest that almost 5% of male homicide victims each year are killed by an intimate partner. A person may feel personally responsible for their partner or their own behavior. They are made to feel like everything that goes wrong is their fault. They share a life. Marriage, children, home, pets, finances. These are all big reasons victims of abuse feel that they can't leave. How to observe domestic violence awareness? Well, Use hashtag domesticviolenceawareness to post on social media. Sometimes people don't know if they are really in an abusive relationship because they're used to their partner calling them crazy or making them feel like all the problems are their own fault. If your partner has hit you, beat you, or strangled you in the past, or if your partner is possessive, checking up on you constantly and wondering where you are, they get mad if you're hanging out with certain people, if if you don't do what they say, your partner is jealous. A small amount of jealousy is normal and healthy. However, if they accuse you of being unfaithful or isolate you from family or friends, that means that jealousy has gone too far. And if your partner puts you down, they attack your intelligence, looks, mental health, or capabilities. They blame you for all of their violent outbursts and tell you nobody else will want you if you leave. Your partner threatens you or your family. If your partner physically and sexually abuses you, if they ever push, shove, or hit you, or make you have sex with them when you don't want to, they are abusing you, even if it doesn't happen all the time. The history of Domestic Violence Awareness Month evolved from the Day of Unity held in October 1981 and conceived by the National Coalition Against Domestic Violence. The Day of Unity soon evolved into a week in October of 1987, and the first National Domestic Violence Awareness Month was observed. In 1989, Congress passed public law officially designating October of that year as a National Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Such legislation has been passed each year since. As this month comes to an end, the important discussion is to bring things to the forefront about domestic violence, and these horrific repercussions should not. This has been Thoughts from Home. Stay tuned for more of Debbie Rule. We'll be back. The Haven Family Shelter would like to thank their sponsors that are helping support the mission of The Haven. Cattlemen's, Central Texas Farm Credit, Cortez Welding and Fencing, Covia Sand, and West Central Wireless. The mission of The Haven is to reduce the incidence and the impact of domestic violence and or sexual assault in McCullough, Mason, and Menard Counties. By providing services and support that empower victims to rebuild their lives and regain their dignity within a safe and caring community, call The Haven. Everybody wants to be in love, have great kids, and the perfect home. But nobody wants to talk about how to get there. At Home with Debbie Rule is a safe place to get advice on how to fight fair or call 911, in-laws or outlaws. Who the heck are these kids and what do I do with them? Let's face it, modern family isn't all fairy tales. Because there are a few places that really explore the reality of relationships, the good, the bad, and the ugly... At Home with Debbie Rule is a place where you can freely ask questions, share stories, and testimonies. I'm Debbie Rule. Join me every Sunday evening from 6 to 7 p.m. for At Home with Debbie Rule, a talk show about home, family, and relationships. At Home with Debbie Rule, right here on 95.3 FM and knelradio.com. Follow us at Home with Debbie Rule on Facebook and podcast on iTunes. I look forward to seeing you this weekend, Sunday at 6 o'clock p.m., at Home with Debbie Rule. The Haven Family Shelter would like to thank their sponsors that are helping them break the silence. Ed Davenport, Gerald Nobles Jr., Heart of Texas Memorial Hospital, and J.R. Processing. If you or someone you know has been affected by family violence and or sexual assault in McCullough, Menard, or Mason counties, please contact the Haven Hotline at 325-597-7644. That's 325-597-7644. Break the silence and make the call. Operator 911, where's the emergency? 127, me. Okay, what's going on there? I'd like to order a pizza for delivery. Ma'am, you've reached 911. This is an emergency yes. line. A uh, large with half pepperoni, half mushroom? Um, you know you've called 911. This is an emergency line. do know how long it'll be. Okay, ma'am, is everything okay over there? Do you have an emergency or not? Yes. And you're unable to talk because... Right, right. Is there someone in the room with you? Just say yes or no. Yes. Okay, um... It looks like I have an officer about a mile from your location. Are there
0: any weapons in your house? No. Can you stay on the phone with me? No. Uh, See you soon. Thank you.
1: Welcome back to At Home with Debbie Rural, where tonight we are talking about domestic violence, bringing domestic violence awareness, helping our community understand what domestic violence is, and becoming more aware of some things that we can do to make that problem better. And joining me tonight on the show is my beautiful daughter, Ashley Mayfield. Ashley serves on the board of the Haven Family Shelter. Hi, Ashley. Hi. It's good to have you tonight on the program talking uh, more about domestic violence and domestic violence awareness. Uh, There's a lot that has to do with domestic violence and different categories. There's physical, emotional, uh, spiritual, all kinds of different ways that we can be abused in an intimate partner relationship. And sometimes we don't realize what abuse is. Uh, because you get caught up and you get told things and brainwashed, and so you don't really understand that you might be in an unhealthy relationship. So tonight we want to bring awareness to this problem in our community, as most uh, communities are doing that during the month of October. We also want to promote uh, our family shelter that we have here in McCullough County, the Haven Family Shelter, which um, they are able to care for people in McCullough, Mason, Um, Concho, Menard, and Kimball counties and the surrounding counties around. They are available to help men and women who have been in situations that are unsafe. So we're going to give you more information about the Haven Family Shelter tonight too and just help to educate uh, our listeners on how they can be a solution to a problem and how maybe they can recognize that if they might be in an unhealthy relationship.
0: Well, thank you for having me tonight. I'm I'm really excited about um, being able to share some of the services that the Haven has to offer. And um, I think that was something really good that you pointed out. The Haven does service men um, as well. And I think um, as a society, a lot of times we think of domestic violence being um, a women's issue, uh, but it does affect men as well. And so the Haven is there to support men, women, and children that have... Um, been victims of domestic violence or sexual assault.
1: And what is the phone number of the Haven?
0: So we can just give that out. We're going to give that out
1: several times uh, tonight. So if there's anyone that would like to call and get more information or if they need to call, if they need help.
0: Yes, that number is 325-597-7644.
1: And y'all have got an event coming up here uh, in November. It's an annual fundraiser that you do. You are a nonprofit, correct?
0: Yes, that's correct.
1: And so most of your funding comes from grants and from fundraisers that you do throughout the year. And to house people, to take care of people, you don't only just house them, but you also provide um, uh, ways to uh, the medical Centers, if they need a doctor's appointment or if they need to go to the police station, you go with them there if, if needed. You're an advocate for them to go to court with them. I mean, counseling, there's so many more yeah. things that you do that's involved in the um, care of uh, someone that's been in an unhealthy relationship because they've got to detach from that place and get into a healthy place and that takes work and it takes a long time and the haven walks with you throughout those steps and that's what I love about the family shelter is that it is not only a place where you can go when there's an emergency but they will not turn you loose. They will walk with you until you have walked it out and until you are able to be healthy enough to give back into your own community. And I love that story.
0: Yes, that's right. Um, Like you said, one of the wonderful things about the Haven is um, you can come in an emergency situation and uh, they will help you immediately. But like you said, they will help you walk through the process to become a healthier person and to to help break that cycle, to help you not repeat uh, some of the same things that got you possibly into a situation um it's not ever a victim's fault as to what happened to them but there are some things in ourselves that um we can work on and and receive the counseling services that would help us to become healthier persons and um, be able to move forward and like you said then be able to give back to others and and possibly help others that uh, are victims of domestic violence as well Mm -hmm.
1: When we recognize what some of the character uh, characteristics of an abuser is, then when we look into getting into another relationship, it might help us be able to see some of those red flags before we actually get into that relationship. And it's educating ourselves. It's Get Like you said, uh, going through counseling and learning more about yourself and what is it that's lacking in you that you're wanting to fill with something that's not healthy and what you can do to figure out, okay, I'm not going to make this mistake again because I recognize these red flags in this person and so I'm going to walk away. And sometimes there aren't any red flags in the beginning. Sometimes they're very charming and very deceptive and very um, a loving and kind. And one day it's, uh, Dr. Jekyll
0: and Mr. Hyde. That's, that's very true. And, um, you know, I don't know of a, of a relationship or a situation that has just started off, um, very violent. That's not typically, um, to my knowledge, how, how that occurs. And so there is a cycle and there are, like you said, red flags to pay attention to. Mm-hmm. And once you become educated about that, you can uh, recognize them uh, to begin with and, and be able to recognize them easier and um, possibly prevent another situation from happening if, if that has occurred before.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, Some of the national statistics for domestic violence is that one in four women and one in nine men experience severe intimate partner physical violence, intimate partner contact, uh, sexual violence, and or intimate partner stalking. You know, these are all parts of, you know, there are things that come along with domestic violence, things that come in the home. And what makes it domestic violence is it happens within the family. And what we don't realize is that when something happens in the family, it's affecting the whole family, not just uh, the person that's actually getting hit or, or uh, told that they're stupid or not worth anything um, emotionally or physically, but it's also happening to those that are around it that are observing and that are learning behavior. And so uh, it is a family unit and it affects the entire family. Even the extended family outside of that home is affected by domestic violence because um, of what it does to a family. It just breaks it down and, and tears it down. So... 1 in 7 women and 1 in 25 men have been injured by an intimate partner. This is nationally. 1 in 10 women have been raped by an intimate partner. 1 in 7 women and 1 in 18 men have been stalked. These are all things that come along with domestic violence. A lot of times when a person leaves a unhealthy situation and they try to get help and they move on, uh, this is when sometimes that stalking takes place and also uh, death occurs um, most As we said in the beginning, most deaths that are due to domestic violence happen after the partner has broken loose from the relationship. And so it's scary. And that's why a lot of people stay in those relationships.
0: That's very true. Um, I believe the statistic is a woman will go back seven times to her abuser Mm -hmm. before she will, will finally leave. And, um, I think that speaks a lot that that's a, a tremendous uh, statistic to look at uh, in, in trying to understand the cycle of domestic violence and what exactly goes into that and, and why people stay in that situation and why they don't immediately leave. And mm-hmm. like you said, a lot of times it is because um, fear of the consequences if they do. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, there are lots of things to help protect people that, um, you can go to your police station and different things like that and file reports. Um, but we do have a justice system that has to follow a process. And so, um, I think it is, there is that fear of when you try to leave an abuser or an abusive situation, um, you don't want to make it worse when you go back. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, sometimes things escalate and, Uh, it it is a very vicious cycle.
1: And that's why the Haven Family Shelter is so important here in our uh, community, in our areas, that it gives you an opportunity to be able to break loose from that relationship, to file the Uh, Police reports that you need to file, and then it gives you a safe place to go where you can be protected, where you don't have to go back into that home, you don't have to go back into that relationship again, you can uh, be in a place where you're going to be protected. And that's the thing, I think, um, for most people that want to tell someone, I don't think it's that they don't want to, they're just afraid to tell someone because they know that when it's out that their abuser is going to even be madder at them. Mm-hmm. So therefore, you know, at least you don't tell anyone and you live behind rose colored glasses as they might say.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. And, um, that is one thing that is, like you said, is really great about the Haven. It is all completely confidential. Yes. And, um, I have had personal experience with the Haven family shelter and, um, I've, I felt very safe with all the services I received from there and, um, the confidentiality is a big thing. And so that is something that stays within that shelter. Uh, your situation's not broadcast to the community. I think Mm -hmm. that's, like you said, that's a concern of a lot of people. And so, um, just knowing that you have a a safe place, a safe Mm -hmm. place where people are going to sit and listen to you and care to help you. Mm -hmm. And the Haven does have a a wonderful staff that is very caring, and um, th- they do take a lot of a lot of care and have concern for the people that come to their to their shelter,
1: and very involved. I've yes. seen that uh, the women that work there are, and board members as well, are uh, so involved that it's. I mean, it's really just a part of their life. It's not just something that they go to eight to five, but they're actually. Uh, there and available and, um, on call and, and being supportive of, um, the people that come to them for help. And and that's not something that you just turn on and off. You know, you're a caring person, you, you're uh, concerned for someone and you care 24 seven, you know, and I've seen that in every one of uh, the young ladies that are there working and also in the board members as well, caring so much about, um, Women and men being able to become healthy again and not fall into the same uh, mistakes that they did before. In Texas, domestic violence in Texas shows that 34.5% of Texas women and 35.1% of Texas men experience intimate partner physical violence, intimate partner rape, or intimate partner stalking in their lifetime. In 2013, there were 76,704 reported victims of abuse by current or former spouses, and this has gone up tremendously since uh, 2013. And I think that what we're seeing is that a lot of these statistics and numbers that we read about—why uh, don't you go ahead and just remember that a lot of um, those numbers are not too—they're not that accurate because. A lot of the people that are in these situations do not report. So we don't have statistics and numbers on those people that are in those relationships because they're still hiding behind that wall and they're not reporting. So a lot of the numbers are actually higher than uh, the statistics that we get reported. So it is a problem. It is something that we need to be aware of in our communities. We need to be thankful that we have places like the Haven Family Shelter where men and women and children can go to get the help that they need. But as a community, we need to understand that this is a problem. It is a real problem. It can happen to anyone. It doesn't matter what your faith is. It doesn't matter what your sexual orientation is. It doesn't matter what your race is. It doesn't matter what your socioeconomic situation is. It just doesn't matter whether or not you're educated or you're not educated. It doesn't just happen to one um, demographic of people. It happens. It can happen to anyone. Anyone can fall into a relationship where they are charmed and deceived and pulled into a web and and not able to get out because they're kind of brainwashed into thinking that they're the problem. So this this can happen to anyone. So we need to understand that it's a problem that anyone can fall into and then we need to as a community be a part of the solution and not and be an advocate for the victims i think it's very important so many times we don't know the whole story or we might judge the victim and say well you know she was asking for it or or you know the way she acts is you know she deserved that or whatever that is not true no one deserves to be a punching bag no one deserves to be talked to or emotionally abused physically or spiritually or in any way no one deserves that male female or child and so we need to understand that for whatever reason, they may do whatever they do. There is never justification for abuse in a home. Right. Never. And so we're going to, with that thought, we're going to take a break. We'll be back for the second half of At Home with Debbie Rule, where we're talking about domestic violence awareness. October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month, giving you more information about the Haven Family Shelter that serves our counties uh, nearby Brady, and also uh, giving you a little bit of information on how you can look at Why people stay in abusive relationships? What are some of the warning signs? Am I in an abusive relationship? I don't know. Let's take a break and we'll come back and find out. Domestic violence, also called intimate partner violence, domestic abuse, or relationship abuse, is a pattern of behaviors used by one partner to maintain power and control over another partner in an intimate relationship. It can happen to anyone at any point in a relationship. Domestic violence includes behaviors that physically harm, cause fear, prevent a partner from doing what they wish, or forcing them to behave in ways they do not want. This October with the Haven Family Shelter, let's bring awareness to domestic violence. Violence. The Haven Family Shelter is a domestic violence shelter that serves men, women, and children who are victims of domestic violence in Mason, Menard, McCullough, Kimball, Concho, and surrounding counties. If you need help, call the Haven at 325 597 7644, or maybe you know someone who needs help. Reach out to them. Let's stop the violence together and we will end the cycle of domestic abuse. Welcome back to At Home with Debbie. We are talking about domestic violence and domestic violence awareness. Um, You know, it's a real problem in our communities and in our neighborhoods. A lot of people um, that are suffering from domestic violence don't share with anyone that they're in a um, bad situation. A lot of homes that look perfect, we don't know what goes on in between those uh, walls of that home. And so it can be um, difficult for someone to be able to be bold enough to step out and to uh, get the help that they need. But uh, some of the signs of abuse, we want to bring that to you tonight. Uh, Common traits uh, that abusers have is um, an abuser. Now, and we're not going to say that... If you're married to someone or you're with someone that has one of these traits or, you know, we're we're not trying to uh, tell you that everybody is in a bad situation. But what I am trying to say is that a lot of times we talk ourselves out of it because we don't think that we have uh, blood and gore on us. We just have a few bruises on our arms or, you know, neck or whatever. Or I just got shoved to the floor. or, You know, I just got demeaned, you know, every time he talks to me, he, you know, throws me into the cabinet or whatever. But it's... Don't don't try to um, measure if you are being abused, emotionally or physically, it's wrong. And it doesn't mean that you can't get help. It doesn't mean that your partner can't get help. A lot of times it's just learning how to be in a healthy relationship. And there are some people... have been abused as children and so they become abusers and they they don't like the person that they are and they're willing to get the help and I have seen some abusers that are really willing to get the help get the help and become healthy and become accountable to someone for their actions and then I've seen some that actually will not even accept responsibility so some of the traits a common traits that an abuser will have is an abuser often denies the existence or minimizes the seriousness of the violence and its effect on the victim and other family members. They will tell you, "Oh, you know, that's that didn't hurt or that and you know, get up off the floor. That didn't hurt you. You're not, you know, hurt or don't, you know, I didn't talk to you that way or, you know, if you wouldn't make me do that, then I wouldn't have to talk to you that way or I wouldn't have to hit you." You know, if they're denying that they're being destructive, then that's a, that's a red flag because we all need to accept responsibility for our actions. And um, denying that or minimizing the seriousness of violence in the home um, is a common trait in an abuser. Another a common trait in an abuser is um, they, uh, they usually suffer from low self-esteem. They feel powerless, and so what they do is they appear successful and they appear to be uh, confident, but the way they get that is by overpowering someone that they can overpower. And that's where they get their self-esteem from. So they are looking for someone most generally. That's why we're talking about getting counseling and getting help so that you don't fall into the same situation again, because abusers know how to find somebody that they can abuse. And people that have been in an abusive relationship and are the recipient of it are usually attracted to those strong personalities that will allow them to abuse them. So it's a cycle that just keeps continuing on until we accept that we need to change. Both people need to change. One needs to stand up and say no more and the other person needs to say I'm going to get the help that I need because this is wrong.
0: That's correct. i that's so big to to recognize that there are, um, you know, nobody's perfect. And like you're saying, not to say that anybody ever deserves to be abused or or to have things like that done to them. There are some things um, in us that that may have attracted us to that certain type of person or, mm-hmm. or gotten us into that situation. And so um, I think that's really key, being able to recognize what attracted me to to want to be in this relationship in the first place, mm-hmm. how can I, how can I work on myself as well, so that I don't end up in the same situation and and continuing that cycle.
1: That's right, and a lot of abusers they will just they will um, try to say, well, I was just stressed out, or you know, I was just having a bad day. Uh, maybe they were using alcohol or drugs. This can be another factor that can cause uh, someone to have anger or rage. But whatever the reason is, it's still wrong. And so we have to understand that if it was because of alcohol and drugs, we need to get help for that. If it's because you're too stressed out, you need to get help from that. There is never an excuse to abuse another person. And remember, we said, if this is happening to one person in the family, you don't have to hit or beat your kids if you're hitting and beating your wife because they are receiving exactly what you are doing to your spouse without ever feeling the punch, they are receiving what you're doing by learning, learned behavior. And they're also, there's a fear that's instilled in them that is very difficult to um, come out of because they, they are just, this is the way they think life is supposed to be. And that's why so many abusers grow up to be, uh, so many kids that are, have been abused grow up to be abusers.
0: That's right. Um and and even children that are not maybe physically abused and, and like you said, it doesn't um firsthand happen to them. Children that witness abuse have mm-hmm. tremendous um thing, anxiety. Op, they have a tremendous anxiety and there's there's a lot of other things that they have to overcome. Um you think of a child and, and when they're at home that's that's all they know. That's their safe place. They're mm-hmm. with mom and dad, they're that's where they're supposed to feel, uh, the most safe. And when that, when that does not feel like a safe environment and when that has been, um, that trust of that being a safe place has been broken, it's extremely difficult to overcome that and, and to retrain, um, that and, and overcome those, yes. right. And overcome those feelings of anxiety and, and they will begin to act out what they see. Mm-hmm. That's just a natural progression. And so, um, and then you've, you've got to to retrain that and, and get some help for that too. So um, that, that is something that we need to be aware of as well.
1: Um, something that you might uh, be thinking right now, well, you know, when I married him or when I married her, uh, she was an abuser. Um, let me correct you on that. She probably was, or he probably was an abuser. You probably just didn't see it at the beginning. Most people that are abusing or um, they have done this in previous relationships as well, they're just waiting their time out until they feel safe enough to be who they really are. Most of them will be pleasant and charming. Uh, they will draw you in and, and gain your trust, and they'll start to isolate you Um slowly and pull you away from things they will exercise their control and fear in you intimidation they'll beat you down and make you feel like you're not worth anything that no one will ever want you Uh, they'll put fear in you that if you tell anyone that no one will ever believe you you know these are all lies if someone is telling you this and you know that you are in a destructive relationship you need to get out and get help because This is not right. You're believing a lie and you need to get out of believing the lies and you need to walk in some health. And like we said, going to a place like the Haven Family Shelter will help you to be able to get the counseling, to help you to be able to find a place where you can stay and be protected while you're going through the process. But someone doesn't just become an abuser overnight. And most of the time it will progress.
0: It will. Um, Like you were saying, it it doesn't typically start out uh, that way. The relationship progresses, the abuse progresses, and and it does escalate over time. And I I think one of the the big things that you brought up and those lies that we tend to believe if we're in a relationship like that is no one will believe me. And a lot of times what will happen is if you're in an abusive relationship, you don't want anybody to know because you feel like it's your fault. And mm-hmm. that's part of the cycle and, and part of the what the abuser will, will do to you. And so what you do is you go out and, like you said, you make your life seem like it's mm-hmm. perfect and everything mm-hmm. is wonderful. And you build this person up so that no one will have any questions and they won't suspect anything. And then when it you become ready to tell people that's your fear, how can I go and tell anyone what's mm-hmm. really going on because I've made our life out to be something so completely different. And, um, what's important to know is, is no matter what people perceive your life to be at home, uh, like we talked about earlier, nobody really knows what goes on behind closed doors. Mm -hmm. And so don't let that fear of no one's going to believe me, um, stop you from, from speaking up and, um, and getting the help that you need. Mm -hmm. And that is one, I know we've talked about the Haven a lot, but, um, that is a very safe place. That if you go there and and uh, you let them know what is going on, they will help you and they will provide um, a very safe place for you to be able to to work through the situation that you're in.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, most abusers, as we just said, are charming and they're they are very. Um... Repentive during their episodes of times that they're violent, and so they say, "I'm sorry, I love you, and I'll never do it again." And then here we go again uh, because the cycle does continue. They also can appear to be a nice person on the uh, outside and in other relationships. Most of the time, they're more than willing to help other people and do things, and and their appearance of being a nice person, uh, but at home, they're not that person. And so, um, you know, it's, it's just part of bringing awareness to the community is we've got to stop blaming victims, and we've got to hold abusers accountable. And it's never a victim's fault. It doesn't mean that a victim is without fault. It means that they may have their own issues, but it does not ever mean that it is their fault for being abused emotionally, physically, or spiritually in any way. They do not deserve to be treated that way. And so if you are in a situation where um, someone is treating you in a way that is destructive, we want to encourage you to get help. If you know someone that's in a relationship, please reach out to them. Um, The worst thing you can do is go to them and just say, you know, I know, no, no, no. And, you know, if you don't get help, but just encourage them. They need encouragement. They need help. They need someone to walk beside them without judgment. They need someone that will be understanding and that will be helpful and that will help calm their fears. When they're ready, you just keep putting it out there. And when they're ready, hopefully they will come to you and they will get the help that they need. But don't ever stop because you can always send messages in a very encouraging way. I know that you're having a hard time right now, and there is a place where you can get help. All you need to do is just let me know, and I'll go with you. I will go with you. I will be with you every step of the way. I, I have no judgment towards you. It doesn't matter how you got into the situation you're in, but let's get you out of it.
0: That's right. Um, you know, just being someone that, um, that will listen. And mm-hmm. and like you said, be encouraging and supportive. It doesn't mean you have to enable um, bad behavior. Uh, you you can speak to somebody and let them know uh, in an encouraging way and in a helpful way that the situation they're in is is not a healthy one. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, encourage them to seek out a, a help and the resources that they need, and mm-hmm. and offer to to go with them. I think one of the the biggest things that we as a society tend to initially do um when somebody does speak up or when they do initially get out of an abusive relationship is to say what well why did you stay why did mm-hmm. you stay and um what people don't understand i don't think that they do it in a meaning to be hurtful it, it's a natural question that if you're not in that situation you don't understand but it can be very hurtful To the person you're asking that. And we've touched on some different things on why people stay in relationships that are unhealthy and that are abusive. Um, But I think that's something that we need to train ourselves as a society and as a community in order to help victims um, and and kind of retrain that thinking instead of why did you stay? How can I help you? Mm -hmm. How can we move forward? Mm -hmm. Um, Because at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter why. What matters is is now that they're out of it and that they're receiving the help that they need mm-hmm.
1: um, this morning on the network live i played a lady's testimony uh, she's a harvard graduate and for those of you that listen to it um, know uh, the story i'm talking about but i'll just do it briefly uh, she graduated went to uh, new york got her first job at 17 magazine as an editor and met someone that she thought was just wonderful, fabulous, charming, drew her in. And before she knew it, she was in a situation where he was drawing her away, isolating her, abusing her, holding a gun to her head. And she stayed in that relationship for several years. Uh, and it wasn't because she couldn't um, provide for herself. It wasn't that she didn't wasn't educated. It wasn't that she didn't have a good job. It was simply... Because you get caught up into the manipulation and you get caught up into no one's going to believe you and if you leave, who's going to have you and all the lies that are said. And so therefore, uh, it takes a while for you to kind of get your mind around, wait a minute, this is not right. So there are many reasons why people leave, uh, people stay. People stay because of economic reasons. People stay that they've got kids. People stay because they share a life. I mean, you, you you do love this person. I mean, that's the sad thing about it is that you love them, and there are windows of time where they are good, and you you love the good, and you want to be better yourself so that there won't be the bad, and you blame yourself. And so you cannot take responsibility for someone else's actions you can only take responsibility for your own. I have a clip here that I want to play of um, some kids role playing and this is just an example of what children learn in a home where domestic violence is going on. One
0: month or two? Five. Certainly darling. Look what you did! What? You spilled! I'm sorry. It's it's just a little bit. Here you go again. Sorry, sorry, sorry. What what can I do? You can't do anything because you can't do anything right. <laughs> I don't know what to just oh, shut up. it was an your energy.
1: Kids are going to do what they have seen and um This might be a tough subject for us tonight. I'm sorry. Um, Kids repeat what they've seen. So what happens in a family is happening to everyone. And we just want to encourage you tonight that if you're in a situation, you can't do it for yourself. Do it for your kids and do it for other people in your family. Take a stand to hold someone accountable for their actions so that they can get the help that they need because the cycle will keep repeating itself until they do. So um, get the help that you need. Recognize those warning signs and talk to someone about it. And uh, if you need the Haven, the number again for the Haven Family Shelter is 325-597-7644. The
0: number again is 325 597 seven six four four and again that is a as a safe place and and everything does remain completely confidential and so that you can feel uh, comfortable and and safe and calling them if you need to we're
1: going to take a short break and we'll be back just a couple of minutes The Haven Family Shelter is a domestic violence and sexual assault shelter that serves men, women, and children who are victims of domestic violence and sexual assault in Mason, Menard, McCullough, Kimball, Concho, and surrounding counties. The Haven is dedicated to ending domestic violence and sexual assault. The Haven offers services such as 24-hour crisis intervention and hotline, 24-hour accompaniment to medical and law enforcement, legal advocacy, individual counseling. The Haven is active in public education, prevention, and community awareness. Support your local domestic violence and sexual assault programs. Speak up about the abuse. Educate yourself and others. Help a friend that is being abused. Set an example. For more information on how you can help, call The Haven at 325-597-7644. Together, we can end domestic violence and sexual assault. Welcome back. October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month, and even though the month is coming to an end, it should not come to an end about bringing awareness to a situation that is affecting lots of families in our communities, not just in our community, but communities around the world and in in America. And so uh, we can take a stand. We can be part of the solution and not part of the problem. Part of the problem is just turning your cheek and pretending like the problem does not exist or blaming a victim for what has happened or making excuses for someone, uh, That beats someone or degrades them or uh, puts fear into them and manipulates them or controls them. It's all wrong and it's all destructive. And if you're in a situation like that, we want you to know tonight that there is help. There is help and there is light at the end of the tunnel. It might take a little bit for you to walk it out, but there is light at the end of the tunnel. And it doesn't mean that you can't work out your relationship with this person. If a person is willing to get the help that they need... There is help out there for an abuser to get counseling, for an abuser to be accountable, for an abuser to learn why they are abusing. A lot of times, the reason why they're abusing is because they've been abused, and so uh, it's 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 a terrible thing, um, and it's something that affects so many people. So, if you are in need of help tonight, we want to encourage you call the Haven Family Shelter at at five nine
0: seven. Seven
1: six four four. And before we close, we want to talk about the an event uh, an event that's coming up. Um, as we talked about earlier, uh, the hunters' dinner. And uh, it's once a year that they have, which is an annual fundraiser for The Haven. Again, we mentioned at the beginning of the program, The Haven is a nonprofit organization that is funded by grants and fundraisers. And so if you have a heart to help this organization, we want you to be able to do that, enjoy a great night out, and be able to uh, be a part of helping a good cause in our county. Uh, They're going to have a raffle as well.
0: Yes, we'll um, we'll have several raffles, door prizes. There will be an auction. Um, Like you said, this is our our main fundraiser that we do annually. This is the seventh year that we've done that, and it will be on November 16th at 6 p.m., and it will be at the Civic Center. There will be a meal served, and the tickets for the meal are $10. Um, We have a list of guns that will be raffled off that evening, and the tickets for those are $10 as well. And we also have a gator that we'll be raffling off, and the tickets for those are $20. And uh, you can purchase those tickets if, um, if you call the Haven and ask them uh, where they're going to be or, or just let them know that you want to purchase some tickets or get in contact with one of the employees or a board member. We've all got some tickets we can get to you. Um, we also have been set up at Texas Wildlife Supply and Walmart. Uh, mm-hmm. So we're we're selling tickets for the raffles there as well. But it's just a good time to come out and be able to um, enjoy an evening out, maybe win some great prizes. And like you said, support an organization that um, is, is very helpful, not only to our direct community, but the surrounding communities. Mm-hmm. And so, like I said, that will be on November 16th at 6 p.m. at the Civic Center. And just
1: understanding what the Haven does to help uh, so many people. And um, it is well needed, and we are so blessed to have a facility like this in our community where people can go from the surrounding counties if they're in a situation where they need help and they need protection. Uh, The Haven Family Shelter, we thank you and we thank all of your staff out there and the board members that support and help making this uh, cause Uh, Effective and successful. We couldn't do it without community awareness. We want to thank our listeners for participating and um, all being a part of the solution. And we know that it's a problem that's um, bringing, we're getting more and more awareness out there. We're educating people, we're letting people know that uh, there is a problem. And if you are In a situation where you're in a destructive relationship, there is help available for you and for your children. Uh, The Haven Family Shelter, you don't have to just go by yourself. You go and you take your family with you. They have a place for you and for your kids. So don't ever feel like there's not a place to go. You've got to make the move and you've got to make the call. But the only way that the silence is going to be broken is if you speak up. So we want to encourage those that are in a bad situation to speak up. There's someone out there that'll listen, and there is help. That's right. Next week, we're going to be talking about uh, Halloween. Halloween is coming up. It's right around the corner, and uh, we'll be helping you talk to your kids about Halloween. And, you know, there's some scary things out there, and little children are out uh, trick-or-treating, and sometimes they um, need a little bit of talking to before they go out because they don't really understand what all the goos and the monsters are about. But uh, we're going to help you with uh, talking to your kids about Halloween, making it a fun event, some safe things that you can do to have a great, fun, safe Halloween evening. And so we'll have some tips for you. We'll also have a drawing for a Halloween trick-or-treat basket filled with lots of goodies so you don't want to miss that please check out our facebook page at home with debbie rule facebook we'll be posting pictures of that later in the week and uh, if you like share or comment on that post then you might be a winner of that Halloween trick-or-treat basket filled with lots of goodies. So next Sunday, join us here at 6 p.m. for our Halloween event tonight. We'll be educating you a little bit on Halloween and how you can have a safe, fun Halloween with your family. Again, tonight, uh, talking about domestic violence awareness, we want to close the program with encouraging you, again, if you know someone that needs help or if you need help, please contact the Haven Family Shelter. Uh, If you are... In a situation where you are not here locally, there is a National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-7233. That's 1-800-799-SAFE. 1-800-799-SAFE. safe one 799 Don't miss the opportunity. When you've got the courage to do it, do it. Make the call. Break the silence. And we'll break the cycle of domestic violence abuse. Well, thank you, Ashley, so much for being a part of the program tonight and representing the Haven and bringing information about what's going on there. We want to remind everybody that October 24th is National uh, Domestic Violence Awareness Day. Wear purple and support domestic violence. Let people know that you are part of the solution and not the problem, and let people know that you are in support of the Haven Family Shelter and those around the country that are helping those that have been abused. So glad that you could be with us tonight. We want to thank you. We'll see you again next week. Thank you for spending your evening with us and inviting us into your home. We always love hearing from you and spending Sunday evening with you, sharing our thoughts about home, family, and relationship. From our home to yours, I'm Debbie Rule. We'll see you next week at 6 p.m. right here on KNEL 95.3 FM and KNELradio.com. Have a blessed week.
0: Thank you for joining us today for At Home with Debbie Rule. You can be at home with Debbie Rule every Sunday on CanHill 95.3 FM and canhillradio.com. Follow At Home with Debbie Rule on Facebook and podcast on iTunes. See you next week at home with Debbie Rule for more insights on home, family, and relationships.